morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday. Ah, the weekend is almost over, y'all. That ain't a good thing. Or maybe it is. Who knows? Well, yesterday, I usually go out on Saturdays and go to farmer's markets and get certain things, uh, try to support uh, black businesses or black and brown businesses, which which incorporates um, Indians and um, uh, Latinos. So anyway, I did not do any of that yesterday. In fact, I lounged around the house all day after I took my walk, all day long. I just couldn't even get myself. I took care of my, my plant babies, but that's about all. You know, spoke to some children, and that was about it. It was one of those slow Saturdays, you know? Um, we all need those days. We really do. Um, so I didn't even make a podcast on this day. I was just like, mm, I can't do nothing. Um, but let me tell you, so I've been reading um, The Warmth of Other Suns, and oh my goodness, when I'm on my walks, I listen to uh, this, and um, and I use the Scribed app. It's a really good app. Um, but let me tell you, this is so interesting um, in in a sense that, you know, people had different reasons for leaving the South. Uh, but then I was listening today and there's this, there was this, uh, the, I guess, the grandparents who didn't want um, people to leave the South. And I get it. Um, but if you were a young black male, um, it would behoove you <laughs> to move South as swiftly as you could. Uh, one of the stories they talk about is um, involving a modern-day Becky. Um, but uh, a black guy was dating a white girl. They had grew up together, and her family found out, and they killed him. They And let me tell you, it took a lot for them to kill him because the sheriff got him. They were going to try him. And then mobs uh, of men would go from wherever they hid him to to find him. And it grew into uh, a caravan to this to Alabama to go get him. They moved him out of state from Florida to Alabama. And here's this uh, mob of white men who are adamant about, um, you know, killing this guy. And um, I thought this was interesting in the sense that um, they ended up, she died. And I and the dad suspect his side of the family killed her because her um, dating a, a black man was a disgrace to the family. And um, but anyway, the guy that they killed, they actually found him. They went in the jail. They took him um, and they uh, beat him. Took him to the woods. Beat him. Um, cut off his genitalia made him eat it, and made him say that it was good. That's sick. That is sick. So fast forward to 2020, as it relates to militia, um, I find it interesting that we're seeing some of the same stuff happen. There's been lynchings um, of black men but there's also been militia feeling like they need to protect the, the police. The, protect, the police protect the police. There's state police, 
there's federal police, there's city police, there's county police. There's no need for militia to do anything. But we see this uprising and this happening these days, and it's a sign of the times. It And it's, I don't want to say that it's scary, but I will say this. Don't just stay woke. Be ready. Because this is insane to me. And as I'm sure it is to many of you, um, we, we can't go back. We can't go back to doing things as uh, as it were. Uh, we have a president who's very divisive in his verbiage, um, in what he's saying and what he's doing. Um, but he's doing it because he's he's a white male, and he, no one is going to do anything toward him because he's a Republican white male. Now, I don't know if they would even do anything to Democratic males. I think some would. Because there's a group of people on uh, the Republican side, and, and I always have a problem with people calling themselves conservative. Like, what does what what are you conserving? Like, what what does that mean? Because it sounds like a bunch of angry white men to me. So I don't know what they're being conservative about. It it just mean, really means uh, for me uh, the KKK because it's all about them. It's not about anybody else. They don't want to talk about anybody else. They want to um, um, rebrand other people, other people of color as dangerous when they're the danger. They are definitely um, the danger. And there's this this evilness about it that um, is just crazy. There's so much hate that it's just crazy. It, I, I think it goes all the way back to when, um, you know, back in the twenties, the thirties, the forties, the sixties, of course, where the white families would bring their kids to a lynching, and it's seared in their mind that this is what's supposed to happen to black men. To, I don't know if they feel that way black about black women because we're not having that. But it seems to be seared into the white conscience of white men that black men have to be taken down. They have to be mistreated. They have to be hung. They have to be, you know, put in their place. I, I say no. I say we're not doing that anymore. Um, and black men need to, you know, be prepared, you know, at whatever cost it is. And that's unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate, again, how we have to tell our black children, especially black boys, don't do this, don't go there, at such a young age. But it's still true. Unfortunately, it's still true that they will not be given a fair shake. It will not be um, a fair trial that they'll get. There's still black men who are being exonerated for crimes they never committed, but time that they serve. 10, 15, 20 or more years of their lives have, have been taken from them um, due to uh, the justice system not wanting to believe them. Don't care <laughs> about what they say. They didn't care about the people who vouched for them at all. They just needed a body. They just needed someone. Um, they just needed to close this case. It's insane. It's insane. So anyway, 
I digress from that. But again, um, talking about the book, The Warmth of Suns, that is a time when the misuse of funds was allocated uh, throughout white towns, just throughout America. There were, um, there had to be black and white uh, places to eat, black and white places to sleep, uh, black and white places to drink, black and white places to swim. Insane. That is insane to me. And again, that came back, I believe, in um, 2015, I believe it was in McKinney, Texas, when the black teenagers were at a pool party and Becky called the police, Becky, Tom, I don't know, called the police. And these white men, policemen, um, treated these young women as if they were nothing, slammed them to the ground, just did some awful things. But again, that was seared in someone's mind that, oh, black people should not be here. They don't have the right to be here. You know, it's out there, people. Let's not be... uh, naive about what we're seeing, what is happening. They're trying to bring back something. And I'm going to tell you, um, I'm not having it. And I don't think any of us should have it. But be very observant. Be very observant. Um, One of the worst states, and we always say this, it's always a saying, there's always something going on with Florida during election time. And you know why? Florida was one of the worst places to live in um, at any time and still is, in a sense, when it comes to voting, because they feel like they can turn those uh, laws any which way they feel like, and they can because the federal government, the Supreme Court, uh, they've given it down to the states to do as they will, and so every state will rewrite how people have to vote, how, what what documents can be received, um, how what day um, we can actually do early voting, which I believe one of my coworkers said um, the Supreme Court voted on allowing us to be able to vote early starting um, October 13th, which is this Tuesday. So get out and do that, which is right, and vote. Um, but Florida was just horrible, just such a horrible place from slavery to sharecropping to now. We're going to skip all that in-between stuff because ain't nothing ain't nothing much changed. I thought Texas was bad. Florida is worse, okay? Florida is worse. Um, it, it's just unfortunate, you know, and a lot of those things cause blacks, especially black men, to uproot and move up north um, because it was just horrible, horrible. And even though they struggled up north, um, a lot of them stayed. Some went back, but a lot of them stayed um, and perpetrated the fraud, you know, played like they were living large or whatever, sending money back home, and probably was barely making it. But they wasn't dying, you know what I mean? Now, granted, I will say up north, they did some uh, things as well. But down south, there was no mistaking about it at all. Um, there was going to be some death. And so, anyway, this book is, it's one of those books. Um, I love Isabel Wilkerson because she's so very detailed. And I like listening to the 
book audible because of you can just imagine not that you can't while you're reading but i'm always moving about it so it's easier for me to be able to hear it as i move about um but i will say this as black people brown people we have got to protect one another at the same time we have got to be doing that which is right to be protected uh, we can't go around um, just protecting people who are out there doing outlandish stuff. You know what I mean? But at the same time, let me say this. We've got to fight against the unjust laws that are out there. There are laws that, you know, we shouldn't have to re-vote on whether or not we, sh we should be able to vote. We shouldn't um, have to have a vote on whether we can grow our own hair out of our head. We shouldn't have to have certain votes at all. Those things should be taken. And I'm not sure um, other than the fact that we are not in power and the people in power don't give a damn about those votes. But those are the things that we should be making sure we vote on are things that are affecting us, things that have to do with us, things that are against us, people who are against us. So, yes, your vote does count. Um, there are many people who don't believe that the vote count. Listen, if you don't even want to vote for the president, vote in your local election because that does affect you. Um, vote in your HOA. Vote whenever you get a chance to vote, period. Okay? And when you have time, go to your state's website. Look up and see who's voting and see who we need to get out, uh, out of office. And let's do that. Okay? But uh, again, I just wanted to holler at you guys, uh, let you know um, we're still here in this pandemic. It is getting better, I think, on in a sense that you're able to move about a little bit. But again, there are still people who are being foolish and just craziness, you know. Um, I thought I was going to have to tell somebody when I was walking this morning, give me six, you know. But I didn't. They actually moved over. Uh, and some people, they won't move. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to push anybody off the curb, but you're not going to push me off either. So I don't know your status. So don't be near me. Give me, don't give me six, give me eight, give me 10. Don't be up on me. And we should be able to tell people that, listen, I don't care how you feel about not wearing a mask. That's fine. But what you're not going to do is bring your spittle and your uh, heavy breathing up on me and near me, okay? Okay, y'all, I digress. I had a moment there. But anyway, today I will be going out to a farmer's market. I did not go to one yesterday, um, so I will be venturing out. I will be um, coming back with some farmer, farmer's market finds, possibly. Just depends on how I'm feeling. Um, but if you're not doing anything, you're just sitting around, go out, take a walk. Um, do something that is uh, conducive to your mental well-being, being fresh and, uh, you know, working on that. Just um, get some vitamin D. you got to go outside and let that sun hit you. If you thought I was saying something else, you're nasty. Uh, but anyway, go outside, take a walk, go somewhere, do something for yourself. A lot of times we're out here with especially women, we're doing things for other people. Do some things for yourself, okay? Do things for you, and that will help um, 
your mental well-being. But some of y'all do need to help other people out. Sometimes when you're selfish, it's good to be selfless and help someone else out because it helps you to feel better about yourself. Okay? So anyway, that's all I got to say. I digress. As I always say, don't y'all go around hurting nobody, not even yourself. This is Ms. Ruff signing out for The Rough Life.